0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: With just over a week until Australians vote in the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum, many people, including those from migrant backgrounds, are yet to make up their minds. Early voting has begun, but Australians will officially go to the ballot box on October the 14th. Pre-polling... Conducted by Resolve Strategic on behalf of nine newspapers suggests 18% of non-Anglo voters are still undecided. The Sydney Alliance is a coalition of more than 40 civil society organisations, including religious, union and community groups. Its co-lead organiser is Chantelle Gilvie ellis She says a big part of the indecision among migrant communities comes from a lack of assurance about the information they're receiving.
0: Whether that's on social media or things passed on to them by by others or or even the things that they read in the media, they're not exactly sure where that information is coming from and whether to
1: trust it. This lack of trust has helped play into the spread of misinformation on social media, whether that be by bots, trolls, neo-Nazis or fake accounts. Social media apps like TikTok have been awash with content about The Voice with both the official yes and no campaigns using the platform to appeal to voters. It's also played a large role in the no campaign slogan of if you don't know, vote no. And it's a message leading no campaigner and opposition leader Peter Dutton is seeking to capitalise on.
2: The problem is that for people like Anthony Albanese and Linda Burney, uh, they haven't been able to deliver for... Indigenous Australians and they've embarked our country on a path to division. You've got families arguing against each other, you've got communities arguing against each other. The Prime Minister was told on numerous occasions not to take the country down this path uh, but he made a deliberate decision to do so uh, and he should be man enough to stand up and take responsibility for the mistakes that he's made.
1: Meanwhile Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he's seen a full suite of misinformation surrounding The Voice.
2: The idea that The Voice Will have a say on the Reserve Bank determination of interest rates is quite frankly absurd, just absurd, and they know that that is the case. But there is worse information on question uh, in some social media as well uh, about uh, the you know world conspiracies that the United Nations will control all land in Australia, all land. You will lose private ownership of everyone's home will go with a yes vote. It's just absurd.
1: A recent poll by Essential Research found the no stance currently leads 49% to 43% for a yes vote, narrowing from a previous 51% no and 41% yes. Dr Shereen Morris teaches constitutional law at Macquarie University and is a former Federal Labor Party candidate. She says it's important not to overcomplicate the issue.
3: It's a yes, no question. Do we say yes to recognising Indigenous peoples in the constitution from which they were previously excluded through giving them an advisory voice in laws and policies made about them? So just the ability of Indigenous communities to give advice um, when government and parliament make decisions impacting their communities. That's all this is. And it's really, really important to get the factual and accurate information out there, that this is just about recognition through an advisory
1: voice. The Sydney Alliance's Chantel O'Gilvy ellis is among those seeking to correct the spread of misinformation among multicultural communities. She says a key part of this is working with local leaders to start conversations about the voice.
0: What we find is a lot of people are actually reaching out to the people that they already trust and asking them for advice because they take their responsibility really seriously. They want to do the right thing. I hope people say, I want so much to do the right thing, but I don't know what to do on the 14th of October. So they're going to, you know, maybe it's their pastor or their imam or just a friend that they trust or, or someone they really respect in their community and asking for advice. And so we've been really encouraging um, leaders to take up that opportunity to get informed themselves and to speak to their own communities um, and give them some guidance while always allowing people to make their own choices about um, the voice.
1: Another element in combating misinformation among migrant communities is the use of translated materials. Eva Hussein is a former refugee and the Director of Growth and Relationships at Polaron, a language services provider offering in-language materials on The Voice. She says her team quickly came to realise multicultural communities in Australia had very little information.
4: So with uh, an organisation called Life Without Barriers who have funded the project, we um, translated uh, a number of accessible resources, um, so that's videos, social media tiles, and fact sheets into 53 different languages. That included Auslan and Aboriginal languages as well.
1: The English source text was developed in collaboration with Aboriginal communities. Keen to get the quality of the translations right, Ms Hussein says their team had four translators working on each language group and more than 250 people working on the project altogether. She says their resources have since been read, listened to and watched by thousands of people in multicultural communities.
4: So we wanted to make sure that these messages are quick to, to market, uh, whereas um, you know the official government translations are longer, and um, we perhaps felt um, that people just don't have time to read long, you know, um, um, messages. So we went for short and sharp and accessible.
1: Well, it's one thing to produce these materials. Ms. Hussein says it's a whole other undertaking to ensure these messages reach the right communities.
4: We know that um, many um, communities that are new arrivals to Australia may have other uh, things on you know on their minds, So that is you know working and living and bringing up kids. So we engage community leaders to record messages, and we've trusted community leaders that were able to. Uh, explain to the uh, communities in their own language um, why it matters. Um, And look, at the end of the day, people have to make up um, their own minds. But I think having community leaders behind it and also organisations like um, Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria and FECA, which is the Federation of um, Ethnic Communities um, of
1: Australia,
4: really helped um, because they disseminated these messages.
1: More than 180 ethnic and cultural community organisations have signed a joint resolution supporting the Yes campaign. Among them is the Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria, who over the past three months has been engaging with multicultural communities about the referendum to share information in language. Mo Al-Rafihi is the Chief Executive Officer of the ECCV and says it's been well received.
0: Whether it's members of the Chinese community, Greek, Uh, Jewish, Muslim, or across the board, many members of our multicultural communities are engaging with the referendum, having community ambassadors go out to multicultural communities and talking about the importance of recognition in partnership with First Nations people. So we've held community forums, we've shared information on our social media, and many organisations have translated information about the referendum in language
1: jimmy lee is the president of the chinese community council of australia's victoria chapter he says while there is plenty of information about the voice available in chinese online he's also noticed plenty of translated misinformation
2: we have been trying to uh, combat this kind of misinformation through forums and through uh, uh, discussions uh, in social media Uh, we appeal to people, uh, as you can see on, my, on our website, we appeal to people to read the referendum questions itself. Uh, uh, the three, three points, right? Uh, very simple question. Um, and uh, also to, uh, to read those uh, uh, views, opinions, uh, by by, uh, the, by the experts. Of course, we notice that some people don't read those daily. They just read uh, those uh, on social media, Um So that has been frustrating, but we are doing our best.
1: In these instances, Dr Shereen Morris says it's important for communities to step up and take ownership of where they are getting their information from.
3: Don't wait for the government to do it. Don't wait for the Yes campaign to do it. This referendum requires every single one of us to stand up as Australians and be counted. So go to voice.gov.au Go to multiculturalforvoice.org, get the information. It's available in many different languages. And this is a very simple proposition, yes or no, to recognising Indigenous peoples by giving them an advisory voice. So let's be part of this unifying moment and be part of the conversation.
1: Stay informed on the 2023 Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum from across the SBS network, including First Nations Perspectives through NITV. Visit the SBS Voice Referendum portal to access articles, videos and podcasts in over 60 languages or stream the latest news and analysis, docos and entertainment for free at the Voice Referendum Hub on SBS On Demand. Anna Kwan, SBS News.